Alrighty, hi listeners. <coughs> Sorry, uh, I forgot the traditional opening to the Dead in the Cage Let's Plays podcast. <coughs> Hello listeners, it's me, Daniel K. How's it going? Uh, guess what I've been doing? I've been trying to install Steam, but I ran into a problem where I've already got a Steam account, which I made like 10 years ago. Not even joking. Maybe more than 10 years ago. Um... And so I'm having a bit of trouble, and I'm having also like I, I I got the shortcut here on my desktop. I can't even open Steam anymore. It's got to the point where my computer's like, nobody, you no, know, you you fucked around enough. I'm not opening this up anymore. So I think I'm just gonna need to restart my computer and 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 take it easy and just keep on trying to get Steam working. So maybe I can actually play some, you know. Some games which weren't made 30, 20 years ago. Uh, but until uh, that happens... Hey, I've got another episode of Microsoft Paint. Let's plays Daniel K. Let's plays Microsoft Paint for you. Um, what are we going to paint? Uh, so I painted a crocodile last time. That's, that's kind of a bit of a go-to. Uh, there's a weird sort of perverted old German artist who inspired a lot of uh, Walt Disney film uh, stuff who used to draw a lot of crocodiles doing stuff. Crocodiles and uh, and elephants. Uh, the ballet sequence from Fantasia from, what is that, 45, 44? When was Fantasia? 49? Anyway, that was inspired directly by his, as as an homage, it was meant as an homage to his his drawings. This weird, this German weirdo. His 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 crocodiles and and elephants are amazing. They're beautiful. Um, and he'll just stick naked women in there every now and again because you know that's what proper artists do. They, yeah, are obsessed with the n- naked female form in a kind of a creepy way, which gets excused for some reason because it's art. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, here we are. Uh, I, I, I today won't be exploiting the naked female form for the sake of, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Anyway, I've just done a, I've just drawn a tiny little curve with the, the black, in black color with, with the brush. I think in my head it was like a neck. Let's continue the idea of this being a neck. There we are, slightly a curvy neck. Maybe I'm drawing an alien. Maybe that's what's happening here now. A chin coming up here. And now it's going to turn into a head like this. Oh, it looks almost like a tree. Yeah. I haven't picked a background color yet, listeners. I've just I'm just drawing on white. I think I'm going to quickly stop. I'm going to make this uh, maybe like this 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 sky blue color. Bang! There we are. Now I'm drawing on sky blue. Let's switch back to black. Switch back to brush. Uh, is this an alien? Let's give it a sort of wide, thin mouth like this. And some teeth. One, two, three, four teeth coming from the top jaw. And I think eyes on the side of the head are like this. Yeah, this looks good. That's one here. And then one kind of poking out over here on the left. There we are. Like his eyes are on the side of his head. Does it have a nose, do you think, listeners? I think it's kind of cheap to leave it without a nose. But then I'm doing, like, this thing, you know, 
which sci-fi does sometimes, which is frustrating, which is treating aliens just like basically Earth animals. So basically the same kind of structure as, as, as exists here on Earth. You know, nose, eyes, mouth, um, <laughs> four limbs, usually, bipedal, whatever, maybe not bipedal, but still, you know, basically using the same skeletal template as exists all through life here on Earth, dogs, giraffes, lions, bears, us, uh, even snakes and stuff, it'll have like a pelvis and shoulder bones and all this stuff. They're like, hey, it's everywhere on Earth, so therefore aliens have it too. I like it when I like it when sci-fi does weird stuff with aliens. So, what I'm saying is, two noses. Yeah, thinking right outside the box. One nose here. I'll draw a little nostril. Oh, that nostril looks shit. Let's delete the nostril. And draw. Attempt to draw another nostril. And now a second nose here. With another nostril. Oh, god damn it. It just looks like it has tits on its face. I've drawn the two pointy and big noses. Oh, let's delete them. It looks dumb with two noses. Oh, I hate this alien. It doesn't even have pupils yet. Let's give it pupils. There we go. Oh, he looks quite concerned. Good. Maybe the whole nose thing was a failed experiment. Let's just give him, like, nostrils hanging out here. Maybe two little bumps. Yeah, I can pretend that if you look up close and look at the the anatomy, it's actually something very different to human human noses. All right, let's give him a collared shirt on his neck because he's wearing a a, a, a nice uh, nice professional looking t shirt. Uh, there we go. He doesn't have all the buttons done up though. The top uh, top couple are unbuttoned. But the bottom one is buttoned. There we go. Just drawing in the button now. There we go. Drawing in the unbuttoned buttons. There we go. And what's this body look like? We've got a neck. We've got a head. Um, is it going to be quite long and tall? Or is it going to be quite wide? Is it going to be bipedal like I was complaining about? Is it going to be like the Motis from uh, Larry Niven and Jerry Purnell's Moat in God's Eye, which I recommended in a Daniel K's Let's Plays a couple months ago? Uh, the Motis are asymmetrically designed aliens. They have one enormous strong arm on the right side of their body, which they use to lift heavy things, to crush things, manipulate matter, uh, break things, push things into place, construct things. And then on the left hand, they have two incredibly fine and intricate long-fingered hands with really amazing bone structure, which can do very fine, fine, uh, fine motor skill kind of work. And uh, the motis are naturally sort of, almost kind of like slightly autistic aliens. They're natural engineers, or at least um, most of them are. There, there are sort of different classes of moti, but they all have a, an asymmetrical design. Oh, that's not even true. But yeah, you, sh- you should read that book, Motion God's Eye. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that doesn't answer the question about our alien. Oh, I think he has... I think he's like a squid, actually, looking at him now. He's got, like, a maybe a, a big sort of blobby body here, where, um, 
where maybe a, a bunch of organs are, but in the whole leg department, his, his body is going to branch off into, uh, yeah, into several different tentacles. So that makes his shirt kind of interesting. The shirt is not going to have any arms if he's only going to have like lots of like tentacle legs. Yeah, I've just yeah, this is a shirt with no arms. This is a special alien shirt that no one in, on Earth has ever seen before. Uh, a shirt with a collar and some fancy buttons, but no arms. No. And then out from the bottom of this billowing shirt, I'm going to draw in... He's wearing some shorts, I think. But they're like shorts with uh, with uh, four, um, four leg things. One, two... Does he have a butt? Yeah, he's got a butt there. There's his butt. There we are. Okay, and now out of these shorts are coming these long kind of tentacles. There we go. There's one long tentacle. Ooh. There we go. Good. And now in the background, coming from uh, one of the other short legs, there is... Another tentacle. This one does a little loop-de-loop to show how flexible the tentacles are. And I'll quickly draw in a foreground tentacle because it's going to cut off part of this tentacle in terms of the uh, what the viewer can see. I wonder if these tentacles are going to be like squid or octopus tentacles and have suction cups on them. Probably not. I wonder what this alien would use tentacles for. Just everything that humans would use hands for? So manipulating equipment like this laptop I'm manipulating now. Oh by the way listeners, yeah, I'm still I'm still not I still haven't dusted off my Wacom graphics tablet, my old DTU seven twenty interactive pen display monitor. I'm still just using my uh my finger on my touchpad. Uh but you know that makes it the the kind of crappiness of what I'm doing makes it kind of like a fun project. Alright, now this this tentacle also has a curl in it. Let's curl this around. I'm being kind of messy, listeners. I can fix this up a little later by uh, getting a pen which is the same colour as the background and then just drawing over the black lines which are mistakes. That's how I'll do it. But for now, let's just finish off this tentacle and then I've got one last tentacle to draw. I've run out of space down the bottom of the page. But, oh well. Oh no. That'll do. There we are. So that uh, that last tentacle kind of corkscrews. It's got two loops in it. Looks pretty cool, I think. Uh, and now, he's got one more tentacle here to draw. Uh, I think you've heard enough of me describing the drawing of a tentacle, so I'll cut back when it's drawn. Okay, and there's all the tentacles drawn, and I'll just get uh, the background colour, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll get rid of the mistakes that I made. I'll cut back when that's done. Okay, there we go. Fixed up all the uh, all the bad bits. Um, just to drive the the point that the these are shorts on him home, I'm going to give him a little belt. Like, I think it doesn't quite look enough like he's got the pants on. I think it just looks like it's part of his body. And to make it obvious that this is a belt and not just some 
rectangles, I'm going to make it unbuckled. So I'm going to unbuckle the belt, just like in the thumbnail to that Saturday's game, which I played a little earlier, like a week earlier. Okay, now I've uh, drawn in the belt. The buckle of the belt, the little metal bit with the prong on it, I've drawn it just in thick black lines, and now I'm going to do a little trick, uh, which is pretty cool. You can do it sometimes. I'm going to zoom. I'm at 100% zoom at the moment. I'm going to zoom right into 300. I'm going to find that belt buckle. I'm going to get a brush, the same color as the background, because I'm basically just doing like a two-color kind of thing at the moment. I'm going to make it a little smaller than it is now, this nice thin line. I'm going to draw blue, the, the background is blue, right listeners? I'm going to draw, draw blue lines inside these thick black lines to make it look like it's actually like two thin black lines describing a shape, if you see what I mean. Yeah, there we go. So if you look at the this 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 drawing will be the thumbnail. If you look at how that's done, you you go like, oh, I see what it means. He just got a big thick black line and a little thin blue line, and he drew the blue line inside the black line he drew, and it makes it look like it's two thin black lines. Clever, clever, Daniel. Wow. All right. So this alien, his here, has got no arms, got four legs. He's a squid. And he's in a nice sort of like sea of blue here. He's got his belt unbuckled. I didn't really didn't didn't really consider that that's quite a weird. Like, why has he got his belt unbuckled? Can we think of a reason, listeners? And we need something else in this drawing, because otherwise... I can't just draw an alien, can I? Why has he got his belt unbuckled? Oh, what? Is he going to the toilet? Is he uh, engaged in a sexual liaison with a consenting alien friend? Or maybe he's in a change room. Is that it? No, maybe that's dumb. You know what? Maybe he's just getting dressed in the morning. He's ready to go to, like, alien work. Maybe he's late for the bus. Ah, listeners, let's zoom into his face. (laughs) I'm going to put a square of toast coming out of his mouth because he's made breakfast and then decided, oh, shit, I don't have time for breakfast. I'm going to put my pants on and go to alien work. (laughs) Oh, I work. (laughs) Let's stick a square of toast coming out of his mouth. Oh, the foreshortening. Oh, the foreshortening is real, listeners. It's real and it's hard. Right, there we go. That looks all right there. That's pretty good. Okay, there we go. It's got a square of toast in his mouth. Uh, maybe I'll have him just bursting out of the door to his alien house and down the alien street. Maybe. What would an alien street look like? Is he an underwater alien? He, he looks like it's got squid legs and the background's blue. So I'm kind of getting underwater vibes. But then maybe, what does it look like when the background turns black? Let's see what happens when we fill this in. Could this be good? Um, is this good? I can't tell, listeners. Maybe it's not. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't mind this. I think this is okay. Yeah, I think this alien is not undersea. I think the blueness... No, this alien is in space, yeah. And it's uh, rushing to catch a... uh, I don't know, space bus or something. Uh, uh, Yeah, so I guess we're going to draw a space bus over there. 
Maybe it's going to be like a yellow, an old yellow American school bus. Maybe this is a, this is a school age alien running for the school bus. Now that the background is uh, is black, I can't do black outlines anymore, which kind of sucks. But oh well. Hey, you know what? I don't really know what a school bus looks like, and it's really hard to do like distance in space when it's just two fixed points. Man, this sucks. Okay, this bus sucks. Oh, this bus sucks. God damn, what a shit bus. Okay, yeah, that bus is no good. Alright, so what can this alien be rushing through space late for work to catch? Because I can't do a bus because I'm not good enough. A rocket ship! Of course a rocket ship! Oh, I'm a moron. Yeah, we can do, like, silver-coloured lines. Yeah, disappearing off into the distance, listeners. That's going to be an alien. Oh, a UFO! Yeah, UFO. Uh, A big, like, flying saucer like this. Yeah. Like one with a big blob on it. A big dome on the top. And there'll be other of this same species of alien inside going, Ah, what's Larry doing? Larry, hurry up! And there's like, oh, I'm trying. He's drawing, uh, drawing the lights around the, uh, the rim of this flying saucer. And then I'll draw a few more of these kinds of weird blue aliens. The sort of round heads and the tentacles. Let's do a big blobby head like this. Uh, yeah, drawing tentacles again. Feels good to be drawing tentacles again. Alright, there's one alien done. And now, because it's like a communal spacecraft, there should be like a couple more in the background. Let's draw this next alien here. They're all kind of happy to see their friend Larry missing the bus. Larry's uh, not the most popular alien down in the alien office. It's kind of made fun of a little bit by the cooler aliens who talk about sport. And they're like, oh, you see the game in there? Oh, I don't really follow football. And they're like, fuck, Larry, come on, man. You've got to try a bit, you know? And he's like, oh, I, I just, no. Poor Larry. There he goes. Aliens open his mouth. It's like, ah, ha, ha, look at Larry. There we are. This one's also got a collared shirt on. You can just see in the distance the collar. Great. And now we'll just do uh, some sort of whoosh, whoosh, whoosh lines so you can tell that the uh, spacecraft is flying away from Larry, that he's missed the spacecraft. Oh, and I'll fill it in a nice silver colour like this. Oh no, that doesn't quite work. Maybe like this. Whoosh. What colour spaceship shall it be? Are we onto colours yet, listeners? It's going to be a green spaceship, I think. Yeah. With orange lights. And uh, I'll just mix up a slightly darker green than this green. I'll add a little bit of a shadow to this spacecraft. Yeah, like that. Maybe a slightly lighter shadow than that. Bit more subtlety, uh, a bit less subtlety than that. 
Okay, cool. That's done. I'll quickly turn the outline of that into a kind of self-coloured line, kind of. Really ugly artefacts in paint. It's a pretty ugly, uh, ugly program to be drawing this in. But oh well. You get what you pay for. And this laptop cost me 800 bucks. <laughs> I, f I forget if that's if it cost me that much. It's just it's funny. But you get what you pay for, and I paid for a very equipment bit of a very equipment bit of expensive. Yeah. All right. So I've pretty much done the spaceship and the aliens inside the spaceship flying saucer. They can stay. They can stay no color at all because you're seeing them through glass. It kind of uh, that effect doesn't doesn't really matter. But this alien here, he needs to be a different color. Maybe I'll tell you what, he's wearing a pink shirt. I'll tell you that much. There we go. That looks really nice. And uh, uh, a lighter or a darker collar? Do you think? Maybe a white collar. Yeah, white collar. He's in... Yeah, that's pretty nice. And then little brown buttons here. I'll just zoom in and do the buttons. Boop. 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 Very nice. Okay. He's a white collar worker alien. What color skin does this alien have? Can't be green because the spaceship is green. It could be blue because I started him with blue. Let's make his uh, mouth, the inside of his mouth, red already, because we uh, we recognise that. It's nice and easy for us to recognise. Oh, go away, bug. Leave me alone. Oh. Little flying insect landing on my hand. Okay, and we'll make his teeth white. Bip. Bip. We'll make his eyeballs white, like that, and like that. Bip. Oops. Oops. Keep on uh, turning the entire painting white. Cool. And what else? The belt. Uh, what does he look like with brown shorts? Oh, that's ugly. What about darker brown? What's that like? No. That doesn't work. We need something that goes with pink. I like a blue like this. Oh, that's not bad. Maybe even a darker, like a like jeans almost, like that. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find a... Or maybe like green pants. Maybe like bright green pants. No, that's disgusting. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's not too bad. Hey, that kind of works. I mean, it's the same color as the spaceship, but it still kind of works. Yeah, it suits the pink. Man, green and pink. Remember that, listeners. They look good together. Okay, we'll make the, uh, the belt brown because it's leather from an alien cow. Um... This alien species is vegetarian, but they still herd and kill cattle for the leather. Um, they're like kind of like a... Yeah, they eat mostly algaes. Algal spores. Harvested in enormous vats. That's what this alien eats. And they leap in and they float around. 
It's got it's got algae on toast. That's what it's got. But it might be a bit sort of confusing if I draw that. So I'll just do a normal toast color. And there we are. Bread colored toast. And so now a darker brown for the crust here. There we go. That looks like bread. Give it a dark blue eye, just like the crocodile had. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe a green eye. A green, uh, what you call it? Iris, pupil, the colored bit. Yeah, that works pretty nicely. Uh, oh yeah, brown for the belt, like I said I was going to. Alright. So, the clothes are nice and colored in now. The alien skin, I still haven't reached a decision. I don't love this blue color. I'm gonna try some different, try some different colors, huh? Um, you know what? Yellow kind of works in a really weird way. Kind of looks all right as a yellow-skinned alien. It clashes with the pink a bit. That's the worst thing about it. But as an entity, it looks pretty good. A yellow kind of squid alien. Like I'd stick that in my sci-fi novel. Yes, sir. Let's try something else. I come back to the blue. The blue looks... I don't know. Maybe it'll look better if I give it shadows. Okay, yeah, you know what? I, I've, uh, yeah, I've just finished the shadows, and I am happy with that blue, actually. I, I am. Yeah. Alright. So good. I have it with the blue. This pink needs a little bit of shadow. The, the shirt is a little formless. We're recording. Yeah, I yeah, am good. Cool. Let's quickly uh, give this uh, shirt a bit of uh, shadow, and then we're pretty much done, listeners. We're pretty much done. Yeah, there we go. Okay, the the shirt has some body now. So this is a uh, this is pretty much a done drawing. All that's left is maybe for me to add some stars. So I just get the white, the white color. And I'll get the pencil tool. And oh, it's going to be slow going. Oh, okay. If I do it that way, it's just going to be like stripes. Is there a, a spray thingy tool? Yeah, there is. How? Oh, but it's so dense. It's useless. Oh, well. I guess I got to do it the old-fashioned way, which is uh, just draw spots. Yeah, I'm just randomly drawing spots with the pencil tool. Okay, using different sizes. This seems to be working quite nicely. Big ones, little ones. I've got a pretty nice sort of star scape going on here, which is nice. I might quickly chuck some in just of a smaller size of different colors. I get orange here, one or two little orange stars, maybe some blue stars, and pink. There can be one or two little pink stars too. There we are. Okay, that's looking pretty good. All right, listeners, I think I have a completed drawing. Uh, yeah, it's not quite as simple. As the crocodile painting, it's like the crocodile painting, you'd look at it and you go, oh, it's a crocodile painting a picture. This is like, what the fuck is this? 
Is that Squid Aliens got a toast in his... Oh, it's late for the flying saucer, I guess, and the other aliens are happy? They don't understand the, the backstory. Um, yeah, but oh well. This has been fun for me. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with what I've drawn. So thanks for listening, listeners. And uh, join me again next time I, I, I play Daniel K's Let's Play Microsoft Paint. See you around. Bye-bye. <laughs>